You're listening to Rumble in the Morning on FM 99. Uh, coming up in the news, who loves this crunchy nut cereal? I'll tell you about that. And they were just <laughs> naked people in love. It's all brought to you by Pitbull Tobacco and More, your ultimate cannabis culture shopping experience. Ask about their loyalty program at four locations. Pitbull Tobacco and More, four locals and buy locals. Starting to giggle because of the leg pictures again. Oh, man, uh, that requires a whole explanation. <laughs> Earlier, randomly, we were talking about the hairiness of Shelly's husband. You brought yeah. it up. Yeah, sure, I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you asked if he was hairy or not. Uh, Eric. And well, we were joking on how like some of my ex-girlfriends get mad at me because I have like virtually no leg hair. Um, <laughs> and Shelly was thinking to herself... Is, is, does Eric, he kind of has hairy legs. And then she starts thinking about how she has pictures of them she yeah. can show me. <laughs> They're hairier than that. And then we learned that she has tons of pictures of Eric's <clears throat> legs. Yeah, well, it's normal. We all have it's our things. Yeah. We all have our things. All right, so in summary, I think you're caught up with the past four hours of the show. <laughs> yeah, that's there all we've done for the last four hours. <laughs> we'll start the news, though, with sad news to report, actually. After it was just Tuesday night that Lisa Marie Presley was at the Golden Globes drinking in Austin Butler's win for playing her dad in the Elvis movie. I also want to thank the Presley family. Thank you for opening your hearts, your memories, your home to me. Lisa Marie, Priscilla, I love you forever. Well, yesterday her heart gave out and she died at the hospital. Her mother, Priscilla Presley, wrote, It is with a heavy heart that I must share the devastating news that my beautiful daughter, Lisa Marie, has left us. She was the most passionate, strong, and loving woman I have ever known. We ask for privacy as we try to deal with this profound loss. Lisa Marie would have been 55 years old next month. She was nine when Elvis died in 1977. She previously had been married to Michael Jackson. Nicholas Cage and two other guys, one including a guy named Danny. The housekeeper found her unresponsive at her Calabasas, California home. Her ex-husband, Danny, performed CPR on her until medics arrived. They continued CPR, helped her regain her pulse, uh, gave her at least one shot of adrenaline. The New York Post said that she was placed in an induced coma, given a temporary pacemaker. She was on life support and then died. Uh. Yeah. Uh, another one from the Golden Globes, though, much lighter. When Evan Peters won the Golden Globe for playing Jeffrey Dahmer, he yep. said he sincerely hoped something good would come out of that show. Well, the mother of Dahmer victim, Tony Hughes, doesn't think that that's possible. She's a bit upset that Evan won the award and that he even took the part in the first place. She said, quote, there's a lot of sick people around the world and people winning acting roles from playing killers keeps the obsession going and this makes sick people thrive on fame. She's also said that people are profiting off of these sick people. Quote, it's a shame that people can take our tragedy and make money. The victims never saw Ascent, we go through these emotions every single day. She's got a point. She's got a point about that. Yeah. I do think that the, the families should, in some way, be compensated for this because um, it's their story as much as it is anything else. But I'll say that yeah. that's, to me, that's the difference for this one than it has been yeah. in previous ones. Whereas I didn't even know the name Tony Hughes until this one. Okay. Like yeah. so this one put an actual focus on the victims and the families and the people surrounding what happened. Yeah, Dateline does that. Dateline will tell you everything about the victim yeah. and they'll talk to the family of the victim. At, they'll at the, talk about closure, they'll talk about, you know, and it's more it's uh, it's more than 50-50 in the way of the victim. They do it correctly. Um, but then there's other sh- shows like Snapped that uh, they they finally change direction a little bit. They start telling you more about the victim, but they would start with the killer. They'd say, you know, so and so was born in Kansas, Ohio, Kansas, right, uh, yeah. you know, and then you're listening to the story of the killer first, which I mean and, happens with yeah. a lot of people. But it's that that's from the fascination yeah. of like what? How does that make? 
How does somebody yeah. end up that way? But the scary thing is the person's right because what it is, it continues to put these people in the news. And if you are like borderline psychopathic, uh, you know. You'd have to find something to prove that it actually makes them. There, there, you'd, you'd have, you're, you're, at this point, that's well, just speculation. There have There's been, no proof. Okay, but there have there have been people that have been inspired by other killers, have there not? Without a doubt, but I mean, like, I mean, they're going to report on it in the news yeah. regardless, and that's yeah. going to happen w- without a doubt. But as far as the show, I'm we can't prove that it's going to spawn another serial killer or a, somebody like that to snap. I mean, it is what it is. We've been it, these sort of things have been covered for how many years? Yeah. Forever, really. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's never it's never stopped. It's just now there's a Netflix show, and it's big and huge, and it got a lot of attention. It did. But the one thing I'll say is that in this case, it is absolutely not portrayed. Like, there's no glorification of Jeffrey Dahmer in this. He does not come across as anything but god-awful. Yeah. You know, whereas well, in some of these other ones, they try accurate. to make them seem... Yes. In some <laughs> of these other ones, they try to make them seem like... Like, it's like... like, like affected in some way to where, like, you feel bad for them and this, right. that. You know, and to me, that's... While, yes, maybe that is part of their history, it's the wrong angle to take when you're telling these stories because that's not... It takes some of the blame off of that. Yes. Right, exactly, yeah. right, yes. Yeah. And in this, you don't really... We do get his backstory, but never once do I feel anything but this guy's a monster watching yeah. the show, yeah. you know? No. But either way, I mean, again, these families have to go through this all the time. I do feel badly for them, Um and when you see somebody winning an award who yeah. was just it must be it must be tough on her, the mom too cuz this guy is Jeffrey Dahmer in a way yeah. that's what he a, Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer just won the award so i can understand why she would have some shock yeah, at that I, as well yeah i get that because it's for the portrayal of that character i mean but the the i it, it stinks because he did a fantastic job yeah you know? Like he well, he deserved the award. Yeah, he, he absolutely <laughs> did. He became the character. I do feel like this just came up on the show yesterday. Back in October, Gina Davis described her bad experience with Bill Murray while filming 1989's Quick Change. It wasn't this. Didn't we talk about uh, Bill Murray yesterday? How uh, Lisa Liu will never work with him again, and uh, Richard Dreyfuss will never work with him again because they had problems with him on the set. Yeah. Well, in her and Gina Davis's description, it included him allegedly insisting insisting that he use a massage device on her. She talked about her experience with him in greater detail while on a podcast earlier this week, actually, including the time Bill yelled at her on the set, quote, Bill in a full clown costume, by the way, slams into the trailer with rage coming out of his eyeballs and starts screaming at me and swearing at me. Get out of here. What are you doing? Move, move. He got behind me. He screamed in my ear, move faster, move it. And we're getting to this intersection where there's hundreds of people watching this. She got choked up and started talking about uh, how she's still emotional over this because she felt ashamed and initially blamed herself for his behavior. You can find the uh, entire thing online if you're interested in That's, hearing more. But it's so weird. Yeah. Bill Murray in a clown costume swearing at you. Yeah. It, it, it's just it, nightmares are made of. Have, you seen it, have you seen this movie? I've which, seen Which it. one? Quick Change. I don't think so. It's a great movie. It's about a bank robbery, and they, they said it. it I, I won't spoil it because, again, if you get a chance, watch it. It's an excellent movie. Right. But it's Bill Murray, Gina Davis, Randy Quay, uh, and a few other people, some character actors that you would know immediately. And it was excellent. And the whole concept was we're going to rob this bank dressed as a clown, and then I'll leave not dressed as a clown. And they pretty much almost, if not, get away with it. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but, <laughs> but it's a great movie. But that's just horror. It's just sad. Yeah, that that's it is the case. Sad. Because again, and you hear these wild. stories about you, you want to like Bill Murray because on on camera he's very likable. He is. But then you have <laughs> these stories that come clown out, clown costume, you know, like, yelling oh, and swearing man. at Gina Davis. Yep.
Uh, well, meanwhile, in an interview that's going to be airing this weekend, CBS Sunday Morning will air it. Pamela Anderson says her sex tape with Tommy Lee was never met for public consumption. Quote, it was just two crazy naked people in love. We were naked all the time, filming each other, being silly. But those tapes were not meant for anybody else to see. She said, quote, I've not seen it to this day. It was very hurtful. Yeah, it's a real bummer. I mean, yeah. wasn't that the focus of the Pam and Tommy thing? Yeah, it was them? stolen. Yeah, yeah. Or didn't they recently do a... Well, she's got yeah, they the did. documentary no. Pamela, a well, love yeah. story that's coming out on Netflix yeah, but Tommy, on the 31st. Tommy and Pam. Tommy and Pam, that's what yeah. it was, yeah. And Nick they, Offerman's in it. Uh, Seth Rogen, I think, is, Sebastian the, Stan is the bad guy. I can't remember you know, who I shouldn't Pamela. say bad guy, but basically the argument is, is that they were doing a lot of work for Tommy Lee yeah. at the house, and he just decided he wasn't going to pay him. Right. So the guy. No, you're still the, the bad guy, guy if you steal their well, property and then okay. release it to the world. <laughs> uh, and who knows if it's who knows if the portrayal is accurate. But right. but I watched the first couple of episodes, and what happened was the you know the Seth Rogen character, the guy who steals the tape, right. he actually went back to get his tools. And Tommy Lee had a gun and said, "Get out of my house! You're not taking them. You're, I'm, right. keep, I'm keeping them." Which, he's, and he's a carpenter. These are all his tools. So right, I get that. So he wanted to sneak back in and get the get the tools yeah. and in the course of doing that he came across the tape yeah see that's where you make yeah. yourself the bad guy in that oh situation. no he's the bad guy yeah, for yeah, sure yeah. but tommy lee is not painted in a positive light at all in right well in yeah. life that's been true yeah. as well so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well speaking of two crazy kids being in love and naked or maybe not naked okay magazine claims keanu reeves is going to be proposing to his girlfriend alexander grant Aww. a source tells the magazine he has the ring and the proposal speech already but just hasn't followed through he worries about jinxing something that's already so perfect it's been so much fun hanging out because she's so cool and intellectual she constantly astounds him uh, it's really all up in his head no one but keanu thinks she'll say no he just needs to to build up the confidence and shake those jitters. Okay, and not only that, but uh, and I, you know, who doesn't love Keanu Reeves? Uh, he doesn't know right. how he Matthew doesn't, Perry. He but other okay. than that, <laughs> he, he doesn't know how proposals work. Yeah, because uh, you don't, uh, you know, you propose to the girl first. She's outside of the parents. She's pretty much the first person that's supposed to know about it. Well, this is a you source. Well, it hasn't, these hasn't details. happened yet. Yeah, yeah. you got to get it better. happen at any time. You got to you got to have better friends. A source that went to the media. You got to <laughs> find out who that was. And well, maybe uh, he's hoping if he floats it out there, he'll get an idea. Yeah, right. Feeling about it. <laughs> Can you yeah. believe the story I saw? What if he proposed? And she says, no, bio con Dios. Actually, she should just say that, not no, just bio, bio con Dios. Uh, have you seen the movie Megan yet with the three as the E? No, I want to so much. Okay, it's about a robotic doll who's programmed to be a child's greatest companion. Yeah. She develops self-awareness, though, and will stop at nothing to protect her companion, even murder. Dun, well, dun, dun. Megan hosted an Ask Me Anything on Reddit yesterday. Did, what? <laughs> <laughs> and as expected, people asked if she thinks she could ve- defeat Chucky, the good guy doll from the Child's Play movies, or Annabelle, the possessed doll from the Conjuring movies. Here's what she had to say. Quote, Annabelle never moves, so I wouldn't have to really lift a finger against her. Chucky is old, so I'd just go right for his pacemaker. Someone also <laughs> asked her what her honest thoughts about Chucky are. She said, like many middle-aged white males whose souls are stuck in the body of an 80s toy, Chucky has trouble accepting that technology has come a long way around, and I've been created to rid the waste of anyone who gets in the way or is a threat to my besties. Well, yeah, I would take Megan because there, there's an army of Megans, right? That's what the movie's about. Is it? Yeah, it's more than one. Haven't you? Have you seen the pr- the previous? Yeah, I've I not. Seen I have not it, seen yeah. anything that I mean, says seen, that there's more than one. I've yeah. seen some promotion no, for it here or there. The mom developed one to protect her daughter. 
Okay, well, there's an army of them in the movie. I, I Have you seen the movie? <laughs> I saw the preview. I did, too. Anyways, <laughs> the point being that we're talking one-on-one here, and I still don't like Megan's chances because Chucky's possessed. He's oh, not, yeah, they're sad. Yeah, you don't just remove his programming chip and he's done. Yeah. Chucky's possessed, so he can, from the doll to something else if he needs yeah, to. Yeah, her, her takedown was to remove his pacemaker, which... You know, it's a, yeah, that's so just a corny yeah. joke. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I I'm see that's the kind of that's the kind of, of, of brazen disrespect <laughs> that will get her beat. Yep. Yes. I'm with you on that. Uh elsewhere in the celebrity type news today, when Prince Harry got that frostbitten penis, it reminded him of his mother, Princess Diana. A clip of Harry huh? telling the story from an audio version of his book, Spare, is now going viral. It's kind of, if you pardon the expression, nuts. Harry said a friend recommended he treat his delicate condition, the frostbitten thong, with Elizabeth Arden cream, which his mom used to put on her lips. He said, quote, I found the tube and the minute I opened it, the smell transported me through time. It felt as if my mother was right there in the room and I took a smidge and applied it down there. Okay, a smidge. And just put it on there. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that's, the, how, that's how that works. The New York Post added that uh, Prince Harry loves to shop at TJ Maxx. But, I mean, this is just another bit from his <laughs> memoir. Do we need to hear more from no. him? Yeah, I know. Uh, elsewhere, Kellogg's Cereal is sending a special hotline to Colin Farrell because he loves their crunchy nut cereal. During his Golden Globes acceptance speech on Tuesday, he said, when you're sharing a house with an actor you're working with, a word of advice, Barry, don't eat his crunchy cornflakes and leave him with no breakfast in the morning. Okay, you should never send a man to work on an empty belly. Kellogg saw the speech. They said, we vowed that this will never happen again. With this in mind, we're sending Colin a crunchy nut emergency hotline number so he can call us anytime he wakes up to find that Barry has eaten his favorite cereal. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, in celebrities <laughs> enjoying their favorite things, uh, Radar Online says Ben Affleck has signed an eight-figure deal to endorse Dunkin' Donuts. As nice. it comes after earlier this week, he was serving coffee at a Medford, Massachusetts location. A website says Ben loves Dunkin' Donuts and was filming a Super Bowl commercial at the restaurant at the time. There's oh, a there, They already used Casey Affleck in a recent Dunkin' commercial. And, okay. And I saw him in the commercial... And I said, that's Ben Affleck. And my wife goes, no, that's not. And I said, yes, it is. That's no, you were wrong. And, uh, oh, and then I, I was like, Take it absolutely that. is. And I'm like, I'll prove it. And I Google it up, and it's Casey. Casey. It's his brother. Oops. <laughs> yeah. So close. Yeah. He but, had, but he well, doesn't have a Duncan deal. No, uh, no. Well, he he must have because he appeared in a commercial. It wasn't so, eight yeah, figures. He no, no, he doesn't have the eight figure. Yeah. All right. Well, finally, this on the news. A woman planned her own funeral with a hidden surprise, including a flash mob dance to Queens. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> okay. This is fantastic. This lady hired yeah. a dance troupe to dance to another one bites the dust at her own funeral. Her name is Sandy Woods. She hired the dance team prior to passing away, which thank you for that addition to the story, Daily Mail. I think we could have figured that part out. The uh, Flaming Feathers dance troupe jumped out of their seats at the crematorium. They performed a short room. Routine at for the mourners. <laughs> Sandy died from hepatitis. She hired the dancers to brighten the spirits of her mourners. One of the dancers named Claire said, we had to pretend to be a part of the guests with people crying and grieving and then just jump up, whip out, whip our coats off and rock out. It was nice to do something different. Sandy's family said, I love the mold. Definitely. So she was definitely one of a kind. She left the world how she lived it, and that was 
being herself. When you have someone in your life that's larger than life, it's just a hole you can never fill. No. Because of how she lived, you will never forget her, ever. And you'll never forget the way she went out either. You know, I I didn't think to even do this before because I didn't assume that there would be video of it. But now I really need to know if there's video. There's um, got to be video somewhere. Well, you would yeah. think, but they had to act like they were mourners. So nobody yes. would have like their camera up recording. Yeah. and who's Well, um, there might have been somebody recording the service period. Maybe. There might have been. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to search. I don't know. It would be, it would be, uh, it would just be interesting to see everybody's reaction yeah, to I, a flash mob. And it, apparently, this it probably came as a little bit of a shock, but then not so much if you knew the person who passed. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Yep. Yeah. Around here, we have showers likely. They pretty much cleared up for the morning. Moving on out of here, we will see cloudy skies though. Temperatures are almost at their peak. By about 10 a.m., we'll hit 58 degrees, and then it's supposed to just get colder through the rest of the afternoon. That's just great. West winds 9 to 11 miles per hour. Cloudy tonight, 35 is your low. And then cloudy and cold tomorrow, high of 43. Sunny by Sunday with a high of 45. Right now, we're at 56 degrees, and I am Shelly for Rumble in the Morning on FM 99.